um, they were a little rough, but then by no means the roughest team I've played. Um, uh, so yeah, that we must, someone mentioned it to the FFE and they've sent three refs, which was actually nice to have anyway. You don't, you feel special when you get three, um, two lines. So we didn't, we didn't have to have a lines person. No, but we did have to supply two marshals. Each yeah, team right. had to supply two marshals because it was deemed a risky game, um, which uh, t- turned out the first half was all right. And then in the second half, things uh, yeah, were getting a little bit heated in the middle. Um, I think I know Jade got knocked over a few times. She definitely hit the deck a couple of times. Um, Candles at one point, they were taking a corner and Candles, was like, oh, Pete, you can take that player at the top. And I was like, why? <laughs> Apparently she'd been getting elbowed and stuff like that. I was like, oh, <laughs> she was hoping I could give an elbow back. And um, did, did you? No, I didn't have to do much. I was like corner in and Chloe got the ball and it was out again. So sorry, Candles, you take that player back. But I don't think it, um, it was an okay game otherwise. Um, so... Gosh, uh, what else happened? I can't really remember the first half and I'm never one of those players who can remember much of what happens anyway. Um, second half, I know, I think we were holding out pretty well. but And Paul, we had, against Terrence away, Paul's coaching. Um, he made a few changes to the structure. So originally it was Lams and Kayla in the back line, me on the left and um oh ruby yeah ruby was oh on the ruby right. yeah ruby was on um, the right she did a good job she was did a lot of work too um and then because paul wanted to try and shake him up a bit lance went down the front oh really <laughs> yeah and i think she did uh did make a few threatening moves and things like that so it was pretty good to see um and then I dropped into, Kayla sort of shifted across and I moved across and then we pulled May back. And then Paul made another adjustment, got Kayla to step up one to the six roll, I think it is. No, six, yeah. Um, just in front of the defence there. And, and then I was just, but I don't think she actually pushed up too much. Just, I think he tried to get her to push up. Um, but anyway, because there was, me and May, um, the second goal, um, sort of I was defending one player with the ball and I hadn't sort of checked behind me. And because it was me and May, just we didn't, and I don't think May's ever played sort of back in the back line either. So, um, and it was only just after all the changes, so we hadn't really settled in. Um, but the second goal came because there was a player behind me that I did not see. Chloe. <laughs> admitted she didn't see them either <laughs> right like, and you didn't run them down Pete normally you no do. <laughs> I would have if I knew she was there <laughs> totally missed it and I was like ah crap so second goal I feel like was on me a bit um a few changes there but just very rusty coming back into the center of the back line um I haven't played there since I was probably back in Wagga uh just so a long time ago um but other than that I don't know it's just it was a good game. It was tough, like fairly even, I generally. And we had some good passing through the middle. Um, 
and there was a few long balls go through, but they were just a little, little bit too straight um, or a little bit too fast and they got to the keeper before Jade or one of the other forwards could run on. Um, but, yeah, so just not quite our day. Did we, did we have any shots on goal or anything that looked like we could have scored? Uh, I think there was a couple. A couple went over and I think the rest of the keeper just sort of picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, there was one uh, close call in the first half. Um, it was a throw in. I threw it in. So it went out, threw it in. Um, I think May might have chipped it back to me and I managed to put a bobbly ball over the top. Nice. And because it was a bit of a bouncy pitch, the keeper came out to meet it, but it bounced over her head. <gasps> Um, and then we had a player run around um, and didn't quite, didn't quite get there, but it nearly... It could have been. It, it was a could have been. Nearly yep. bad, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. It was, yeah, bouncy pitches can get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what was the feeling after the match? How, how are the, the team feeling? Okay. It was starting to rain then, so everyone was sort of packing up and trying to get out, but <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. wasn't... wasn't joyous or buoyant but it wasn't too down in the dumps either it was maybe a little bit of disappointment through there yeah. yep yep um and you had three fill-ins from the state three team and I know we were pretty excited because you took Ruby Keely and who was it Anna. Anna, Anna yes yeah and I know in the state threes we've been really wanting Keely to score a goal and I think it comes from like we feel a bit bad that we haven't been able to <laughs> deliver the ball up to her so well um, and she's such a great player and we really mm. want her to keep playing with us at the jetties and we kind of we just need to get her a goal. So I think I was pretty excited when I heard she'd been named in the state too because I'm like, oh, there's a team that might be able to get her the ball and she might be able to score. Um, yeah. But how did our players go? I know Ruby, Ruby got best on ground, I hear. Yeah, yeah, Ruby did really well. Um, she had to do a lot of work on that side, um, on the right side there. Um, but now Ruby, consistent, but yeah, very um probably dependable too so it was good um could probably take a little bit of pride out of that because I coached her when she was sort of in under 14s ah, there <laughs> probably you has go. nothing to do with me at all but anyway <laughs> it <laughs> might take all, take all take the credit <laughs> <laughs> um Anna got I just remember her coming on and off a lot <laughs> so um probably helping with the midfield and I think she helped a little bit on the wing as well um, so she would have probably had a, you know, when you change positions a lot, it's always like, well, now where am I? So <laughs> she would have had a tough game, I, I think, sort of um, from that side of things. But, uh, but our, she was there. She got the ball a lot um, was, and sort of helped link up from the back to the front, which is good. And, yeah, Keely, I think, sort of switched with Jade a little bit at, at times. Um, but, yeah, there was... So it's three balls that are a little bit too straight or a bit too to the keeper. But, um, yeah, there was a couple runs she did, so, which was good. So Neelys, the Neelys. <laughs> okay, well, we've got, a, we've got a few more rounds to try and get that goal yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just one before the end of the season. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. were there any funny moments or any dogs on the pitch? Or... Oh, there was a dog on the pitch. Yes. Got a golden retriever. <laughs> Did a couple of laps. And we're like, where the hell, where the, in my head, is where the fuck is the bloody owner? <laughs> and put your dog on a lead. Anyway, um, but they wandered up eventually and 
like Lance had to catch the dog because he wasn't going anywhere. He was just doing laps. Uh, uh, Yeah. So yes, there was a dog. There's actually been a few dogs this year. I feel like in the, like, especially at the home games, like people bring their dogs. I tie mine up and then to sit there. But I don't know, people are like, I'll play with my dog on the side of the pitch, throw the ball. I'm like, I don't know why they think the dog's not going to go on the field at all. <laughs> There's a big ball on the field. It's a little bit cheesy to put, run after. Yep. Yeah. I think as well, probably because we've been highlighting it more on the pod. We just become, noticed it it's more. It's become a thing and now it's like, dog on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, as you've been talking, Pete, I've been thinking about how Paul put Lance up the front. And uh, <laughs> when we were watching, I think it was the Matildas versus Nigeria. Oh, yeah. And that's when um, Tony put Alana Kennedy up the front. And I know <laughs> yeah. in our WhatsApp chat, there was a bit of, uh, we'd prefer our Lance to be up Not the, the front than Alana <laughs> yeah. Kennedy. All, all in cheek, obviously. Alana Kennedy's a great player. Um, nice. But so is our Lance. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of funny that Paul <laughs> put our lines up front um, and it sounds like she created a little bit of momentum from what you said. Yeah. Did a few yeah. things. A few opportunities. Like she got, we got the ball to her at least. That was a start. Um, yeah. But she's always so confident when even up the front as well and, like, looks like she knows she had to put it in the back of the net. So yeah. it's always a bit fun when she's up there. It's like, oh, rub the hands together. Can we get something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Paul made that change when we were 1-0 down. Yeah. Was that, yeah. that was in the second half? Second half, probably yeah. 20, 30 minutes yeah. to go. Yeah, so he's obviously just thought, I need to try something. We need to play a bit different attacking or, yeah, yeah, change it up a bit. Yeah. It was either going to go one way or the other, wasn't it? But... Yeah, unfortunately not ours, but anyway, this today. <laughs> well, thank you, Pete, for that. Um, we might move to you, Cookie. Um, if you can tell us about the State 3. So they also had a 3pm game against Collingwood City FC. Um, that was away, and unfortunately it was a 9-0 loss to State 3. Was that the score in the end? That was the score officially. <laughs> I, I was I was going to update the score as a bajillion to one, uh, to, to zero um, as the end score just because um, I had no idea what the end score was. <laughs> um yeah, so we played out at the Kevin Bartlett Reserve, which uh, caused a little bit of confusion about which clubs to go, club rooms to go to. Um, ended up that there was a pitch not far from the Fitzy pitch, which is there as well. Um, so uh, I think we all started with a bit of a, yes, we can do this. We can uh, maybe uh, have a good red go at this at the start. Um, unfortunately, we only had 13 players, um, one of which was Gertie. So Gertie, when the numbers are low, she'll generally um, jump on the pitch and assist us for a little bit. Dutchie, you were running the lines, um, yeah. doing a legendary job, uh, just coming out of COVID. Yeah. So you did test negative. You did, I did. Um, tell everyone that. And you <laughs> I was officially out of isolation that day. Yep. <laughs> and you were mas- wearing a mask when you were around the, the peeps, so that was very um, appreciated. Um, we, uh, I think to start off with, uh, the first goal came in the first five minutes. Um, it came... I, I have no idea where it came from or the sequence. I've lost track of all the goals in the end. Um, but 
I feel like, to, yeah, it was like a beautiful sunny day. There was swallows darting around <laughs> on the pitch, setting the scene. Um, but I, I think the girls all did an amazing job considering we, there was an, um, one of the midfielders was an MPL player from Collingwood. Um, so oh, really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Mm. So uh, there's definitely some talent from the Collingwood side that was on the pitch. And uh, I think to start off with, we dropped our head after the first two goals. And then um, I think we all sort of started to be able to enjoy ourselves afterwards going, well, it, the game's lost, but we may as well enjoy ourselves, try the best we can, keep the score low, but hey, we're going to give it a red hot go and just see where we end up. So um, and do remember there was a few frees given to us because Collingwood were a little bit rough. <laughs> um, I think I managed to get one of those as well with a push in the back. So um, that was wonderful. Um, I just remember that our game was full of strokes of brilliance followed by little um, unforced errors that um, Collingwood sort of capitalised on. So one of the goals, there was a... Um, was basically off a corner and Claude did an amazing job of getting that ball off the corner, had called it, was so solid, so strong, and then um, kicked it out and it went to the opposition and came back and ended in the back of the, of the net. So there was just a series of those sort of things where we just had strokes of brilliance and then um, we've all shown how well we've um, developed as a team we gelled really well together, but um, we just had quite a few unforced errors, unfortunately, which ended up with the uh, 9-0 um, loss. Um, I'm really bad at remembering lots and lots of different um, parts of the game, so I couldn't give you a blow-by-blow -blow, uh, recollection of the game. I do want to put a, um, a shout-out to CC, who came off around about 10 or 15 minutes after the game started. She wasn't feeling 100%, but she um, got back on the pitch and, yeah, she went up into a bit more of an attacking position, um, but she kept on going for the team. So I think we all just put our effort in there for each other, um, did the best we could. Steph didn't get a um, time off on the, uh, on the sideline despite asking for it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I think Sam at one point got um, put from uh, left wing, uh, yeah, left back into centre when she was going, can I come off? But um, <laughs> Or running instead. Got, yeah, <laughs> she, she got different running instead. So we all worked really hard for each other. I think in the end we went away with the idea that we were all playing for each other. We we're all having a good time with our mates. And I think we, despite the loss, we had a really, really good game. So um, just enjoyable, not not necessarily brilliance of goal scoring. So, <laughs> yeah. And I think it's good. Though. I, yeah, it was, it was a, yeah, even though we lost by so much, it was, it was a good game. I think um, the first half, we definitely had more goals scored against us. I think it was that halftime chat from Gertie that kind of, she reframed things a little bit and just kind of said, let's just go out and have fun. Don't yell at your teammate. Don't kind of, it is what it is. Um, but I think in that second half, we really came out and just played a much better, much better game. It just seemed to be we held our shape a lot better. Uh, we were communicating better. And, you know, it seemed to be, 
obviously I had a, a great view because I was running the lines and I'm normally on the pitch. So you kind of, it's a very different perspective running the lines. I don't have the pressure on me. Um, but it seemed like we were getting it up forward. We are passing it through the midfield, which is what we've been seeing over the last few weeks and really nice play in that space and um, I think it's it's quite exciting because it is an improvement from probably the start of the season. Um, I think it was interesting just running the lines even in those first few minutes of play and seeing those goals scored and just thinking oh that's usually me out there <laughs> and that's what happens right <laughs> um, and it was a lot of it to me was just manning up we just hadn't communicated properly and and you know in the first few minutes you're still working out who's on who and where they're playing and what's going to happen. So it was kind of, they were things that we could have prevented, but um, I think that's that's what happens in the game. Um, I think the other the other thing, I think Claude had a, another great game and did some great saves. Gertie at one point passed back to Claude. Now, we don't normally pass back awesome. to Claude, just um, we're, we're still kind of um, building our skills in that area. Um, and, and Claude, I don't know, she pushed it back to someone. It might have might not have been the best kick and got turned over pretty quickly. And I think she, we talked about it afterwards and she was like, oh, Dutchie, did you see what I did? And I was just laughing at her because like about one minute later, Gertie played exactly the same pass back. And I thought it was the best thing that Gertie could have done because what you don't want is to drop your head and go, never play it back to Claude because, you know, we're going to make mistakes or it's going to put her under pressure. But that's the type of thing we want to keep practising. We want Claude to feel that pressure and um, we want to be able to use her there. So I kind of, I was just laughing on the sideline going, oh, here we go, Claude, here's your chance again. And she did a great pass the second time. So yeah. I just thought there were things like that. And I think that's where having Gertie on the pitch, it's not about the mistakes we made. It's about getting another opportunity and doing better next time. Um, we came off the pitch and, as you said, Cookie, we're all pretty happy and didn't really drop our heads. You know, there were some really good things to come out of the game and we were down a lot of players. Um, we, well, we obviously shared players with the other team, but um, we had enough to do that. And I think probably, you know, I think there was some of the team that wanted to win the game against Collingwood. There were, were a team that we thought, oh, we might get a goal or, um, and that wasn't to be, but I think that's okay. There's always next week. So <laughs> yep. it is what it is. Thank you for supplementing my recant. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's two of us here. Books. That's why I, I was hoping Grace, Grace would have been on. <laughs> yeah. well, she, Grace, oh, yeah, Grace no, wasn't she, at your game anyway. No, no, I was just thinking that she was. Knees buggered. We had we had tried to get a fourth person on the pod, being Grace, um, but unfortunately we weren't able to pull it off. But maybe maybe next week. <laughs> maybe next week they can come on. All right. Moving on to our next segment, which is the trivia segment. And this is where we each bring a trivia question um, and test our fellow podcast presentees. I'll give you an overview of the scores so far. So Taryn's obviously been away, but she's still in the lead. She's on 15.5. I'm coming second, so I'm on 14. I'm slowly catching uh, Taryn. The state twos are on 12. The state three teams on 10 and other guests are on three and they'll probably stay on three because we're never going to invite another guest on. Well, we might, but we haven't for a while. <laughs> Cookie, let's start with you today. Okay. Um, I apologise if this question has been asked and answered many times over the World Cup, but um, I'm really bad at trivia so I had to go and do the little fact finds of like oh what's a little nice fact around the World Cup at the moment 
Um, so the question I've got today is um, which seven teams have played all the, I think, the nine iterations of the Women's World Cup tournaments? Seven teams. Oh, good question. And I don't think we've had this one, Cookie. Yes, so no. <laughs> I'm just going to write some down. Yeah. <laughs> All seven. Oh. I've got five so far. Same. <laughs> uh. The others will be a guess. All right, I've got seven. All right. I think I've got seven. I've made it. Right. Do you want to at the end. All right. <laughs> um, well, I started with uh, Germany, Japan, Switzerland, France, England, Brazil, Italy. No idea. Dutchie? Okay. Mine are a little bit different, but I hear Pete's and I'm like, oh, um, I've got USA, England, oh, yeah. France, Germany, Australia, China, Norway. Okay. I thought about um, China, but I was like, oh, maybe not every. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Mm. So I think you guys, so Between what were the common ones right. that you got? <laughs> no, it's, um, there's quite a few you guys didn't get. Oh. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you got USA, which is correct. Um, yeah. Japan, I think you both said? Yeah. No, Pete, no okay. Japan. All right, so the answer is um, USA, Japan, Germany, Norway, Sweden, Brazil, and Nigeria. That's that's what Google said. So <laughs> someone, yeah, someone can go fact find. So I think um, whatever you've got out of seven, um, I don't know if it's a seven-point answer or if it's a one-point answer. Can you read it again? <laughs> go, yeah. Germany, USA, yeah. Norway, Sweden, yeah. Brazil, uh-huh. Japan, and Nigeria. I got Germany, Japan, and Brazil. Yeah, I got three as well. Oh, Kai. So we get a point each, I reckon. Yeah, you get a point each. <laughs> Just because I've got to, uh, <laughs> I've got to catch, catch Karen. <laughs> You're using this time where she's away to catch <laughs> Yes, 100%. <laughs> All right. Good question. Yeah, that was a good one. All right. I'm surprised. Well, I'm sure if Karen was here, she'd tell us why, but I thought Australia would have been in there but maybe we didn't qualify it's a group group it's not not about group it's just about playing Um, but yeah so apparently like you go back 10 years and there was only 12 teams that were in the world cup yeah right so you didn't know yeah Uh, maybe we didn't qualify or yeah 15 years ago but yeah yep all right pete you can go next another world cup question um, you might know or you may not know, I measure how far I run most games. Oh. So I've been sort of watching um, when they sub on and off players, um, sometimes it'll come up with how much the distance they've run in each game. Um, unfortunately, the stats on FIFA don't actually break it down per player per game. But in the Australian team, Matildas, oh. who's run the most Ks? Now, uh, FIFA will only give me a total distance over the three games, but if it's easier, it, what's their average per game as well? So player and rough distance, closest distance. Do you want to go first, Cookie? I'd have no idea. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say Carpenter and 9K. Again? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say Gorry. Yeah. I reckon I sometimes see it come up with like 22 kilometres around that mark. So I'm going to game. Say, yeah, I think so. Is that a lot? Is that right? <laughs> You're looking like <laughs> a, okay. Maybe that's I'm a half reading. marathon. <laughs> okay, that's true. All right. <laughs> Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Uh, what's your average, Pete, out of interest? Um, a game where I don't feel like I've done too much is 6Ks, and if I do eight, I'm puffed, buggered. Ah, oh, okay. So it's clearly not 22, not a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like they would run more than you, but maybe they're more efficient as well. Um, yeah, it's better passing. <laughs> I'll say nine Ks. Yeah. Cool. Neither player. So it's Kyra Cooneycross. Really? Okay. Her total so far is 32.73 Ks. Yep. So 10.9 per game. Wow. Okay. Midfielder though. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And I don't think she really got subbed. Yeah. Much. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's all games. Yeah. How do you measure? Do you just put something in your bra or something? Yeah. So I can take the um, straps off my Garmin and yep. shove the, the bit in my bra, the device bit. <laughs> Watch me <laughs> in my bra. Maybe yeah. I will do that one game. I just want to see how far I run. It won't be very far, I'm sure. That's <laughs> just. I find it kind of interesting when we're yeah. moving, like, yeah, oh, was, I'd like I was to really past that game and I didn't know where. So like, yeah, mm. I'd like to think I do six, five or six Ks, yeah. but I might not as a central defender. You're kind of just running Yeah, if you're sort of across, yeah. Yeah. Um, my bigger games are, yeah, obviously when I'm on the wings and, and doing the full front to post-to-post yeah. post runs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, those runs. <laughs> yeah, those runs. All right, so uh, no one gets a point for that one. No. Okay. You're probably not far off though. I just can't get stats on player by. I like, reckon Gori, Gori will be up there because she's played most, you know, full games. I think she got subbed in the last game because she mm, might have been injured. injured. But yeah. But it was <laughs> still, she still played most of it. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, my question's also about the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad neither of you asked this question today because I didn't have a, um, a backup. Backup. Um, who is currently leading the scoring? So the individual player who's kicked the most goals and is in line for the golden boots. Oh, I would have flicked past that this morning going for my <laughs> kilometre stuff. Um, I feel like it was someone in a red jersey. Where that might have been a Moroccan player. I've got no idea. I feel like it was... Um... German player I think I read something like 14 goals um, but they're out of the contention so they won't be in line for the golden boot so was um, it just just for this cup Dutchie sorry yes yep just for yeah. the current cup and obviously we're recording this podcast a bit later than usual so it's based on games that occurred yesterday okay. oh as well yeah mm. I think no the top idea. goal scorer was four but I just yep. can't remember okay. who it was and what coloured jersey. I thought red, well, there was red on it. But like I said, I flicked past it to find my kilometres stat. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been reading some stats from a previous uh, uh, World Cup, I think. Um, or maybe totals. Yeah. 
Well, kind, you, Cookie, you're kind of, so basically it's Hanata Miyazawa from Japan who's currently oh. in front um, and she's got five goals in four games. Oh, yeah. Um, now, but prior to the last game, Alexandra Pop, who was um, the German player, the German captain, yeah. um, she had had four goals, I believe, but then obviously Germany are now out. So um, she was a chance. Um so I think there's a few other players that are still in contention. Obviously, there's still lots of games to be played, but currently it's the Japanese player, Hinata Miyazawa. Thanks for giving us the answer because I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> I think Charon would have got it if she was here. I wondered if oh, yeah. Grace may have got it if they had been on, but um, I, didn't, I didn't really know how much you both follow are following the World Cup. So Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, blue shirt, trivia. not a red shirt. <laughs> trivia, trivia is about learning as well. So, yeah, I've learned lots today. <laughs> exactly. Like, they're all the red shirts further down of three goals. There you go. Yeah. That's right, Lauren James. All right. Yeah, what's Lauren James on? She's third on oh, three goals. Okay. But there's a whole bunch on three goals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's still a lot of games to be played. So, we'll see where, yeah. I, where it ends up at the end. Yeah. all right so that uh brings our total so i'm now on 15 so i'm half yeah. a point behind Taran. uh the state twos are on 13 and state threes remain on 10 guests yes. remain on three <laughs> state, state twos are getting there we'll move on to our next segment which is our scouting segment which is where we look at the games ahead for next week today today yeah <laughs> Because we are recording today. <laughs> um, so in chronological order, State 3 are playing, first of all, so we're playing at 1 o'clock today against Elphington. Um, now, Elphington beat us in round six. They beat us 3-0. Cookie, did you play this game? Do you remember the game? Don't recall the game. I have a feeling because I didn't play the first few games of the season. Okay. So. Um, this it was at Elphington's home pitch and it was a miserable day raining and it was a mud pit it was pretty shocking um, and I remember at halftime we were nil all and then in the second half we conceded three goals and they were pretty kind of scrappy goals like one of those ones where it kind of just lands in a big mud puddle right in front of goal and someone has to kind of run in and kick it in and we all just kind of watched in disbelief when it happened um, and from memory there were a few others kind of close calls like that where I think from memory Milo got in there and cleared one and it was just a, a messy game. Um, what I do remember about that game though is that we we did quite well against them and we were often first to the ball. Um, so that's what we're hoping will occur again today. Um, this is probably the our best chance at getting a goal um, or yes. benching a team. So um, I'm really pumped up and I'm hoping the rest of the team is as well. I've been trying to pump them all um, <laughs> in, in training, <laughs> just talking it up, you know. Just, Fingers I'm, crossed I'm, for I'm, Keely. I'm probably not yeah. making any difference. I'm just talking crap. But um, So this team are currently one above us. They're second bottom on the ladder. They've only had one win, which was against us back in round six. Um, they've had three draws, which is kind of the interesting bit. They had a, Well, they had a draw with Collingwood in round one. Um, which, you know, big, big difference now, I think. Um, they had a draw with Melbourne Uni in round eight and they had a draw with Malvern in round nine. Um, but I, look, I'm not going to look into that too much or read into that too much because I think Malvern did 
thrush us, but there must have been something going on, I think, for Elkington to draw with them. Um, mm. And I'm, I'm not sure what that is. Um, they've got a goal difference of minus 47. They've only scored a total of nine goals. So they're obviously conceding a lot more goals than they're scoring. They're coming off a bye. Um, and the week before the bye, they had a forfeit <coughs> against Monash and they forfeited the game. It was a Friday night game. So I'm not sure why they forfeited. Maybe it was just because it was a Friday night game and, you know, travelling to Monash on a Friday night in traffic is sometimes a good reason to forfeit. Um, anyway, they haven't played in two weeks, so let's hopefully use that to our advantage as well. Um, on the socials, there wasn't too much given away really about how they've been playing or what's been going on. They're a nice club to kind of follow. Um, they're a really community-oriented club. They've um, partnered with an international human rights organisation, Zonta, and they did like a charity game where they kind of highlighted the work that Zonta were doing, uh, which I thought was really nice. Um, and they kind of do a lot of things like that. Like they did a fundraiser for, I think, for the, maybe for the veterans team. Um, they've got a fireworks night coming up on Friday Ooh. the 8th of September. And on their Instagram post, it says, let's go bigger than last year with their fireworks. <laughs> I'm like, well, what could go wrong? <laughs> anyway, I hope they've got someone who knows what they're doing with those fireworks. I can't imagine if the Jetties had a fireworks night, what would happen? <laughs> you probably have to hire a professional fireworks person with all the restrictions. Oh, maybe you would. It? it wouldn't just be someone that's bought them illegally and they're just going to let them off, I guess. <laughs> not, not with public notices. <laughs> so Anyway, I kind of, I thought that was quite a good idea. Um, the other thing that they always post, they've got one of their sponsors is a pasta shop on Station Street, Fairfield. So they're oh, always the, like. Um, is that the one? Oh, I can't, that's a good one. Fancy one. And salt. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. There's an, it's on the other side of the train tracks. Uh, you can buy like young. Pre, pre-made pasta packs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so you always see them, what, I can't remember the sponsor, but they're like, oh, they're providing lasagna tonight whilst we watch the Matildas. And it looks amazing. I'm like, oh, a pasta sponsor would be good. Um, anyway, that's all real gossip that I can just, get from them. We just we'll work we on them. them. Yeah. Thompson Street Food Store. Their lasagna the other night was pretty good. Was it? Yeah. At our Matildas match, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just like the idea of food sponsors, I think, because I like food. <laughs> yeah. Food is we've got the pub, we've got the pub sponsor. Oh, the pub's great. The pub's great. <laughs> some of those nights after training, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to state two. So you guys are at home as well. You're uh, yeah. playing after us at 3pm. Now you're playing Clifton Hill. Um, yes. Now they beat us 2-1 at Quarry Park in round six. And I think that was the game, if I remember correctly, where they came up, came out and didn't do a warm-up. They just came out Yeah, and we didn't see them. We're like, where is we? Yeah. A bit weird. Like, I don't know if they, they did are. a warm up without us knowing, like out the back or something. I'm like, but then they only rocked up. I remember that game. Um, they only had ten players, I think, to start with, as yeah. well. So they might have been waiting before they warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember bit. like I remember hearing about it on the pod, thinking, "Oh, okay, we must have won this one." But then they bloody came out and beat us as well. So yeah, it's a bit annoying. Um, yes. So hopefully we can turn that around today. Um, yep. They're eighth on the ladder, so they're one below us. We're currently seventh. Uh, they've had three wins, so their wins have been Berwick early on um, in the comp. Mm. They've beaten us, and then they beat Barton as well, which is a bit of an, you know, an unusual one. They had a draw with 
Berwick the second time. Um, so they've had two draws in total. They've had eight losses. They've got a goal difference of minus 17. Um, last week, they were beaten by Dumpton 9-0. And the week before, they also forfeited. I don't know what's going on with teams forfeiting at the moment, oh. so I'm not sure why that was. Um, and the week before that was when they had a draw against Berwick. So I think it's a good time to come up against them, give them a run mm. for their money. Yeah. Um, if we can play like we did against Dubton, we only lost 3-0. Exactly. Which I've I've got a feeling today, Pete, I think. Mm. yeah. And last time, so last time we played Clifton Hill, that's when Lance did a calf. <gasps> okay. Earlier. That was earlier in the okay. game too. So yeah. Yeah. I think we've okay. got. Yeah. We've got Lance and then hopefully Grace is playing. Yeah, we're in a better position. Should be a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On their socials, they're, you know, they mostly post score updates and that's, they've got a state one team as well and obviously their men's team. So it's all pretty shared, the updates. There's no, doesn't look like there's any real favouritism. Um, lots of midfielder updates, which is cute. Um, mm. The one thing that I don't love about them because I like mm. bagging out opposition clubs is they refer to everyone as Hillman, so hashtag Hillman, and I just don't think oh. that's inclusive language. And I'm like, we're in 2023, come on. So even oh. on all the women's updates, it's always got hashtag Hillman. I'm just like, I don't know, I just don't think that's inclusive, and so I'm going to call them out on it, that they need to change their language there. <laughs> They're cool. So what, so what would you Clifton prefer? Knights? Pardon? What did you what say? Oh, Cliftonites. What would you prefer, Cookie? That's what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Cliftonites sounds actually pretty good. I I played a season of cricket last year hmm. at Clifton Hill and we referred to ourselves as the Hillers. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, whenever you're cheering, you're like, come on, Hillers. I don't know. So, to me, that seems like what you should be called. That's yep. easier to get out in a cheer as well. Yeah. <laughs> So if you hear any, come on, Hillman, just go, okay. <laughs> you should just be on correction. Um, anytime you hear someone say it, it's Hillers. <laughs> That's not inclusive. <laughs> work for me on the sidelines. I'll see what I can work today. <laughs> do, we, do we have any um, toasty selection today, Dutchie? No, we're not. <laughs> and the reason is uh, some of us have got to go to a World Cup match, 6, 6 p.m. kickoff tonight, um, which is the US versus Sweden. It's a big one. So there will not be toasties just because it was just too much to organise today. And I think the next three games are home games where we're, both teams are playing at home. Um, so I think what we've decided is we might do toasties on the final one which will be after the World Cup finishes. There's just a bit too much going on with the World Cup and people flying up for finals and things like that. So that was uh, that was the, the discussion last week at training. I hope that's okay, Cookie. All that's right. okay. That's I've good. got chocolate chip cookies instead. Ooh. Um, I was going to say I've got some um, leftover baked goods from work from Friday. So Ooh. I'll bring those down as well. They've all got Indigenous flavours in them. Oh, Ooh. fantastic. Mm. So, yeah, hopefully that can be enjoyed by all. Ooh, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll move on to our final segment of the pod, which is our moment of the week. And this is uh, 
as Taryn refers to our most wholesome segment where we go around <laughs> and we all look back on the week that we've just had and share our favourite moments. So we might start with you, Cookie. So we're talking about the week before last, right? Look, I'm not going to be too too harsh on it. Just a moment of the week within the last week and a half would be good. <laughs> um, uh, probably for me, I'm going to be a little bit... Um, hedonistic and just say I got um player of the match on last weekend and it's the first time for me so I was pretty stoked um it was announced on Tuesday night I was stretching out my back lying on the ground and <laughs> everyone else was standing around it's like ah thanks thanks guys <laughs> nice good work all right and I forgot to mention that when we recapped our game, Cookie, you did, you did win player of the match, so sorry about that, but you, you had a great game. That's all right. I'll forgive you this once. Pete, what about you? Um, I actually struggled to get to training this week. I had to text Paul I think Tuesday morning and went, uh, looked at my diary and I won't be coming today. Um, work made it a bit hard and I was even late on Thursday so this I don't really have anything from training but given it was such a hectic week for me it was just nice yesterday to get out and walk the dogs uh, we went to Westerfolds Park um and just should let told them me. run <laughs> I did think about it I was like I should text Cookie and see if she's around um and just get out and wind down for a bit so me and the dogs and Ben which was nice that sounds lovely, especially in such a busy time. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, I'm just trying to find it actually. Um, my highlight or my moment of the week is just the World Cup chat at the moment. So <laughs> um, every time we, I check, it's like 50 unread messages. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So uh, we've created a specific chat for the World Cup at the jetties where people could opt in or out of the chat. Um, but it's quite entertaining. And as you say, there are like, you, you leave it for a little bit and there's like 50 messages. Um, I'm streaming the matches through my phone, so I have to plug it in. And so I can't participate in the chat because I'm often watching the game. Uh -huh. And then at the end of the game or at halftime, I'm like, oh, I better check the, check the chat. Um, but there's obviously, well, there's some people that contribute a lot. So I'd say there's the, the people that are you know, regular contributors and there's quite a good bit of banter between those people. And then there's the people that kind of come in with a comment here and there and that's probably what I find entertaining. <laughs> and there was one, I can't remember exactly what the comment was, but we were bagging out Heather and the USA and uh, Keely came in with a comment just bagging out the USA. And I just thought that's great because Keely's not someone we hear from a lot on the chat. I know she's on there because I see her like things and whatnot. But she took her opportunity just to come in and make a comment about the US and how she does not want them to win. And it was having a having a go at Heather and I, I loved it. I just thought it was brilliant. So well done, Keely. I think I did a big love heart on your on your comment. But I'm loving the chat at the moment. That's been my moment of the week. Awesome. Are you on the chat, Cookie? I don't believe I am. I was going to um, say I haven't seen you comment. <laughs> I've also, yeah, I'm also winding down at work at the moment. So I've resigned my from my job. Oh. Um, and so I've got a week and a half left and I'm just head down, bum up at the moment. So, yeah. Yep. 
Got it. Fair enough. Fair enough. And there's um, as as I've been that, saying the whole time, there's a lot going on. You're trying to balance our normal life with World Cup, with soccer, with everything else. It just is a bit chaotic at the moment. And uh, I'm sure you don't need 800 messages coming through on your WhatsApp every just, day. Just wipe it off to the side, and I'll look at it later if I can be bothered. <laughs> Uh, it is worth it. Like I think after the World Cup, I'm just going to go through it and read it again and you, we'll all have a bit of a laugh, I'm sure. There's, there's some good things on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found right. Keely's comment if you wanted to. Yeah, Keely's comment especially. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll finish up here. So that's our, another pod for another week. Um, just reminding you that you can follow our podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcast or on our RSS feed. You can follow the Yarra Jets on Instagram at Yarra Jets WFC or on Twitter at Yarra Jets Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Fiona Holland. Cookie and Pete, do you have any socials that you'd like to share with us? Um, no. You can follow my puppies if you want on yeah, Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> Tell us it's, who puppies. I think it's a Ranger and Lewis. Yeah. What is it? Ranger and yeah. Lewis. Yep. Yep. You can follow them. They're very cute. Yes. Amazing. And what about you, Pete? Um, I have an Instagram somewhere, <laughs> if you want. Uh, P collar 22. 22. 22. Is that like a play on eco? Is that like a <laughs> no? That's, that's my uni um, username email thing they gave you. Gave me uh, my ID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I just use it for everything. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So you can follow me. You can follow the Yarra Jets. And strangely enough, you can follow our guests as well, which is quite unusual. Uh, <laughs> but you can follow Ranger and Lewis on Instagram, which are Cookies Puppies. And you can follow P. Coli 22, which is Pete, on Instagram. Follow away. So that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Cookie and Pete for being on. I hope everyone's having a great morning, afternoon and evening. Goodbye. Thanks all. Thank you.